1: Laptops at 69%, so I'm like good. Nice dude. <laughs> it's <Fucking> kismet. Sick. <laughs> it's kismet. I've got my sheet masks on, I'm under a weighted blanket, like I'm never been more ready to go.
0: Yeah, this is what peak performance looks like.
1: This is what a Friday night podcast looks like.
0: <laughs> we keep doing this. What's going on with us? I don't know. We're getting loosey goosey. Also, it's been a we took a week off, so we're getting back into it. Let's stick in the saddle.
1: The holidays- Back on our bullshit. Listen, all right? We work so hard. We never take breaks, okay? We are never- We're not those people who are like, oh my gosh, like, an emergency happened. We planned it, all right? Like, we're very consistent. We let you know as listeners that things happen. We're not those folks. It's been like three years, all right? Can we have a Christmas off? Like, fuck, all right? (laughs) God damn. I love just this hostile energy came
0: out really from nowhere at all. I really love that. I don't know. I
1: just listen, alright? I it's episode 150, okay? It's the last oh, one of the decade. Woo 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 woo. I yeah, first of all, three years. We've done yeah, gross. fifty episodes what? a year. That's a pretty good track record.
0: Right. Pretty good, I'd say.
1: Given that we started at the end of 2016. (laughs) Right. (laughs) I'd say that's pretty damn good. Yeah. Pat on the back, think Just round of applause. I think that we are allowed to have a Christmas off. But also. <laughs>
0: into the Twilight and have a Christmas off as a treat. <laughs>
1: <laughs> have a little Christmas off. Just a little Christmas yeah. off. <laughs> but yes, welcome to Into the Twilight. Um, this is our episode Woo! 150. It's just us this time. Yeah. It's just us. We're Pop back. open a bottle of champagne. Do I have anything that I can make that sound? Is this- Oh my god. Is that I anything? Say,
0: do I have any champagne and I know the answer is no.
1: No, I don't have anything. Did that sound come through? Was that anything? Is that <laughs> That's my Yeah, that was perfect. That's my depression medicine, but like that counts. So.
0: <laughs> that was my fucking back in out of place.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I do ironically have bubbles next to my bed. So, I will just open those up. And I know that that's enough. Oh. Like you can't hear those, but I will just blow them and confuse my cat a lot during the podcast. Oh that's yeah, oh yeah, he's very most scared. Just kidding. Image. <laughs> just kidding. He's terrified of those. Never mind. Um. So yes, happy last episode of the decade, Cody. How the fuck are you doing? Feeling the weight of the passage of time,
0: uh, ladies. Please don't. Please, existential (laughs) dread,
1: ladies. (laughs) Cody, please don't.
0: (laughs) No, it's. I'm actually feeling great because I just watched John Mulaney's kid special
1: on Netflix. Do a bonus Jonas on that, please.
0: We absolutely must. Um, and I can't stop thinking. A David Byrne can fucking hang. If he wants to hang out, literally whenever. (laughs) (laughs) Can David Byrne please be on the podcast? (laughs) (laughs) David. (laughs) You've probably done weirder things, so hear us out. But also, Jake Gyllenhaal has either seen or done a murder before in his
1: life. I agree. Also, Maggie is always welcome on the podcast. Oh, sure. Jake, I'm looking at you. You have some things to work out before you can get on this podcast. Oh no, Maggie... Jake can
0: come on anytime.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Honest to God, I feel like if Jake swapped with you on a call, I don't, I, I feel like it would take me a solid, like, five minutes before I noticed. The chaotic energy would be the same.
0: Here's the thing about Jake Gyllenhaal. He is fully deranged as a person. Agreed. But he's also so cute. Yes. And he lives in both of those realities, and it's so distressing to watch those happen at the same exact time. It's, but it's also intriguing. you're like, i kind of I'm interested. I like it, but I'm scared. I I'm agree. also a little turned on, but I'm
1: scared. <laughs> I agree. There's been a lot of people doing like decade roundups on Twitter right now, yeah. and his glow up from the past decade has really won for the books. I will say that.
0: Oh, sure. Wow. How the fuck are you doing, man? Are you feeling the weight of um,
1: the passage of time and mortality? (laughs) Always and forever. (laughs) Always. Um, Yeah, I'm all right. I just saw Uncut Gems, which was really fucking something. Um, Friend of the show, Luke, has been talking up that fucking movie. Uh, And so I finally listened and went to go see it. And uh, wow. Uh, So I came home and put on three sheet masks, <laughs> got under my <laughs> Christmas present, which was a weighted blanket. And yeah. I've, I've never stopped using this weighted blanket. We've been home for a day and I cannot stop using this weighted <laughs> blanket. But yeah, it's been, I'm, I'm all right. I'm living. I'm living. It's okay. Yeah, just vibing. Straight vibing. Just vibes. No, no electronics in sight. Just vibes. <laughs> no technology here. Just my truth. You make this joke every week. It's the funniest joke. <laughs> and it's,
0: it's never been funny. But I...
1: <laughs> no, it's always funny. <laughs> no. I... <laughs> it's the funniest thing to me, personally. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's so good to me. The first thing that I did when we got home yesterday, I did watch you. Um, so I'm very excited for being like back in the saddle and talking about this today because well we are we are finally here um we were talking about a lot of like cinema um but I'm like ready to get back into like trash tv and I am gonna regret that next week oh sure (laughs) but for right now (laughs) it's like very nice to be back yeah I will say that we do have a couple current events to get to before we can really like dive in we have um, so much fucking news. We do. Um, we do. We have a lot of case do and our Pats news, and then we'll kinda like get into my boy Pen. Um would you <laughs> my boy? My son. Um uh-huh. would you like to start with case do or our Pats today? Of course oh shit. Um i let's do case do. Let's do case all right, then well, why don't you
0: start us off? Welcome back to case do corner, everyone. Beep, Where's boop, your toy? Boop. It's in the other room. I'm not gonna go get it. It's too far. <sighs> oh
1: my god! But I just need you to feel it. <laughs> okay. All right. That's well, um, fine.
0: It's it's stu Corner. Great. And Kisu was named the actress of the decade. Wow. By the Hollywood Critics Association. And this, when it happened on Twitter, it blew the
1: fuck up. People had a lot of feelings. That's for sure.
0: A lot of feelings on all spectrums of opinion.
1: That's for sure. Um,
0: It was huge. It got ratioed to shit (laughs) Um, and quote tweeted
1: a lot. People were not happy.
0: People were not happy. The gays were happy, you know?
1: Yeah, I mean, like, our corner corner of the internet was happy.
0: Right. Our little home that we've made was very good and sustained. Um, But the rest of the internet, who also saw it, was a little less so um and I think with reason right because like that's kind of a ludicrous award to give right not to say that k Su is not a very good actress and has done really good stuff in the last decade but like the the actress of the decade right I think is a step yeah so maybe we're not I think it's a bit of a leap it's a hop skip and a jump from <laughs> from maybe that um, especially this article that's like, oh, <laughs> in the same world that Viola Davis is living in, <laughs> Kate's with that Case just got knocked out of decade. Which, like, sure, valid, valid critique.
1: Yes, I agree. I think there's a part of me that's like, yes, obviously, of course, like the <laughs> right. glow up is is real. Um, right. Yeah, yeah. However, I I recognize fully that that is coming from like. The privilege that is there is is palpable. Um, right. And she is, is still quite young. And so I think that... Yeah. I think to give it to someone that has been in the game a little bit longer mm. might be fair. Yeah. Because, like, to me it feels like
0: Kristen Stewart's real acting career is, like, just starting.
1: Yeah. And, like, she's been okay. in the game her whole life right. I get oh, sure. It. but I I all of the critiques are incredibly valid yeah. however in the corner yeah. of our world in the scope yeah. of our podcast huge I, win huge win it's great yeah I love it yeah and I'm I'm very happy about it that's for yeah. sure yeah, yeah yeah so yeah I'm I'm very proud of However, the the critiques are there and I see them. Yeah. And honestly, I agree. Yes. However, yeah. I I will <laughs> celebrate the win regardless.
0: Right. Yeah. Just let us have this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, For honestly. For a
1: minute. <laughs> yeah, just can we have this one though? Yeah, what is our what is our other news? Since you started with the good mm-hmm. one and then we're kind of coming down a we little bit. We got Charlie's Angels box office flop news <laughs> more more apparently
0: what went went um it, hey since we last recorded it has made more money <laughs> true still not very good um they made like eight five million dollars more than their budget so not hey not great but not a loss <laughs> So
1: everyone so, can know. now buy a bag of goldfish with their earnings right, exactly
0: hey last time we were like they made eight million (laughs) dollars and i was like what happened so things are better not great but they're whatever um still technically a flop and a pretty big failure on that larger scale and then case finally said something about it um saying like hey i don't really feel that bad because like i care like i think we made a good movie and i think we had fun and that's great it's not like whatever which is great. It feels like they were just, their whole press tour is just like we're just having we just had a lot of fun making this movie. That's true. Please see it.
1: That's it. That's fair. Yeah. Uh, speaking of which, I went on Christmas Day to go see Cats for the second time. Um, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Allie um, went to the Jellico Ball. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, it's it, That's a whole different story. Um, but during that time, we. We're in St. Helens again, because every time I go to see Chris's family, I'm constantly reminded of the fact that it is where they, it's just a filming location and I'm constantly happy. Anyways, they had a whole bunch of movie posters there that they were trying to get rid of to people's families. Uh They were like, take one so we don't have to recycle (laughs) these. And so I dug through them, aka Chris dug through them, and I was like, can we please go? And he was like, can you just wait? i believe that there's treasure in here. And there was. He got a Captain Marvel one for me, and then he found a Charlie's Angels one, aka, Cody, there is a Charlie's Angels poster on the route to you right now. Oh, fuck <laughs> yes! Yeah, oh, I'm very excited. What a gift. You're welcome.
0: It's a Christmas miracle. Thank truly.
1: You. <laughs> truly. Next up is something I'm very excited about. Some Robert Patton news. It is about... My son, Robert Pattinson, and my father, Christopher Nolan. Oh, my God. <laughs> who is celebrated in this house.
0: Yeah. Who's honored <laughs> in this home. Coming to ABC next fall.
1: <laughs> yes, the the sitcom we've always wanted, um, my dad yeah. and my other dad. Anyway, so the trailer for Tenant recently came out. And I, folks, folks... <laughs> I'm so excited. (laughs) I'm so excited. In the, both in the trailer and in the, like, six-minute teaser that I saw before Star Wars. Folks. Robert Pattinson doesn't talk at all, and that's fine. No. But he's blonde. He's staying in his lane. (laughs) Yep. He knows what he needs. He's blonde. He's beautiful. And I'm so excited for this movie. The cast. Can we just... (sighs) Yeah. <sighs> it's a disproportionately
0: sexy cast
1: it's un unreal christopher nolan was like i feel like he looked at both of us personally and was like what is the best cast that we can get to just fuck up you all personally <laughs> uh yeah and they're succeeding they are yeah the fact that robert pattinson's in this john yeah. david washington elizabeth de all of these folks oh. that are going to be beautiful to see, and I'm oh. very excited for this espionage film that has like weird, oh. magic y things to it. Very We're excited. are gonna be
0: wearing suits and weapons, and it's gonna be so sexy. It is,
1: yeah. Fuck. From, from the like six minutes that we saw before Star Wars, it is a whirlwind, and I'm incredibly oh. excited. So. Yes. yes. Um, speaking of sexy, we would be remiss <laughs> not to talk <laughs> about Robert Pattinson, uh, who this week mentioned that he has a little bit of a plan set out. Just if, a backup plan. Yeah. Plan B. Yeah. You know, everyone has a Plan B, um, but Robert has a Plan B. <laughs> That should, should Batman just, like, not go the way that he wants. And if it right. does fail miserably, his plan is to do art house porn. Okay. So. And <laughs> <laughs> I think we should talk about it. <laughs> Guys, we gotta,
0: we gotta organize. <laughs> like, and I think we, we gotta we... all...
1: Just hold out. Opening weekend, none of us go see it. (laughs) And I know. none of us. And I know that I've previously said on this podcast, like, I'm very excited for Batman. All the cast seems great. However, I. I don't know her. Batman who? What? (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. I don't, I don't care anymore, is the thing. I don't, I don't want to see, I don't.
0: Listen, he's already done art house porn. You've seen The Lighthouse. That's what that is. You've seen. I just want more
1: of that. Just give me more of that. But also, just fuck it. Listen, we've talked about the Dior commercial. Listen, we've we've you've all seen our Twitter and the kind of photo shoots we've posted from young Robert Pattinson. (laughs) Like he has experience, so he has the power within him, (laughs) and I. all I'm saying is, I just, I just think that if we really organize, we could right. make waves. You it know, what's
0: really funny though, I'm sure like this headline was like, you know, this headline was circulating a lot last week on Twitter, <laughs> and I can just imagine like Gaspar Noe or something looking at it, being like, I can just, I can just put you in an art house porn. You <laughs> could just, That's true. You could just make one. I could just have you in a movie.
1: Yeah, don't say, say it, it twice. <laughs> you don't have to. you could just come on
0: run these parts. You can come over here and come to do my freaky shit that I like to do in France.
1: <laughs> come on over. It'll be great. Yeah. Done. That's fair. That's fair. He could just do th- he does have influence. So. Yeah. <sighs> oh. I don't I can't keep thinking about it. We have work to do today. <laughs> We uh, okay. We have a job. We have a job. We do. We do have a job, and our job today is that we need to talk about Penn. Kevin. <laughs> we do, we also need pen to talk about Kevin. <laughs> Thank you. We we do. Uh, we need to talk about Kevin. We also need to talk about. We need to talk about pen. Um, so uh, you season two is out. That's why we are here. We've gathered you hello. all. I'm Gather trying. On the fire. Come
0: on in. Story time.
1: We're looking at this Andy Fair piece right now. Um, Penn has done a lot of press currently, talking about how he hates his character, very like Jamie Dornan style. Right. Um, life is so hard for him um, <laughs> because Joe is an awful person, and having to right. act that out is so tough. Uh, oh. for our short King, so. Yeah. I'm trying not to read too far into this, because apparently there are spoilers, and I don't want to spoil right, myself, so. yeah. Um, Basically,
0: he gives him a lot more credit yes. than I think is worth. I agree. He's like, you know, he's just, like, a really sad character, because he, like, believes all these things, and he's, like, he doesn't know, and it's, like, it's just, like, such a twisted way of living, and it's just, like, okay, yeah. But like,
1: but it's Joe and he's a murderer. Right. And it's
0: just like, it's not even that he's a bad dude, which he is. It's just, he's not even that interesting enough to warrant him being a cool, complicated murderer character. You know, right. he, he's just a dude. That I just want to, like, shove into a locker. He's just, like, a fucking dweeb who doesn't understand anything and just wants to fuck women. And then when that doesn't work out, he's like, "Up, oh, murder time! Yes, I and agree. And that's it. That's it. It's not that deep. It's not that complicated.
1: Yeah, he is not particularly well-written. And no. I would say, as from my first impressions, which I know we will get to in just a moment... The book, mm-hmm. Joe, is awful, and I would say yeah. that Penn and the whole cast and crew bring a lot more, yeah to the TV show version than the mm-hmm. original material does,
0: yeah, for sure. It Ugh. definitely feels more like there is they are trying to bridge some sort of gap or like color some sort of understanding much more than. Uh, the book was attempting to. I agree. Um, yeah. And especially this season, like, you're getting more perspectives. I feel like, um, than just, like, the insular monologue-y this
1: is my twisted mind, dude. <laughs> of thing, you know? Yes. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Uh, let's get into it. Hell so, yeah. So, um, you, season two, is back baby um <laughs> it came back yesterday for boxing day yeah and just a, a quick plug for the you social media team uh particularly their twitter because wow great job they're doing yeah they're doing they're doing they're doing it i don't know what it is but they're doing <laughs> something it is very hard i will say to not to watch this show just, like, one episode at a time. Oh, yeah. Uh, it was very hard to just be like, okay, this is a new... Like, the whole season is out, and I just have to, like, watch one and then be done. Just the one. Yep. yep. Um, especially, it's a very
0: intentionally binging um, kind of
1: show. Right, exactly. Especially because I don't know your thoughts about this yet, but, like, the quality was way better for me oh yeah like I I enjoyed myself a lot more in this first episode than I felt like I did the entire season last time yeah which
0: it felt like they really got the money situation going um and it just it looked so good it looked really nice and everyone for the most part except for one particular character to get into was a lot more interesting there was a lot more interest i feel like things were engaging and it was a very much like a setup episode obviously because we're in a new place we're in sunny los angeles right things yeah. are different joe's hiding
1: as always he's being a little scam <laughs> hiding right. in the gutters <laughs> little fucking rascal rat boy in the fucking streets <laughs> but yeah i i fully went into this expecting it to be like not only last season, but especially kind of like, I still felt a distaste in my mouth from the book, of being like, yeah. I'm gonna fucking hate this. And then I watched the first right. episode and I was like, God damn, like that was a good piece of television. Yeah, it's, it's definitely fun for sure. And, and I was not expecting that, especially because I think what I had seen of it. like hinting at it like we saw the the names of the characters and I was like oh no (laughs) like this is gonna be bad (laughs) yeah so Mm -hmm. it was it was rough what were some of your like initial thoughts from the first episode how did you feel about love
0: I hate love
1: no what do you mean
0: I hate her like the actress
1: or the character all of it no all what it. do you mean yeah. <laughs> what do you mean uh
0: okay to be fair she did kind of get me around when she's like i have a past and i was married and now i'm widowed i'm like fuck now i gotta feel bad for you and that's upsetting whatever but love fucking sucks so hard so she's worse than Beck. i'll say <gasps> she's fucking worse than Beck.
1: no yes, <laughs> yes. tell me everything tell me why all everything about her
0: sucks. She just causes stupid scenes at the DMV for no goddamn reason. She, I like, she's everything that was awful about Beck, and like this, like the things that Joe specifically was upset about Beck for, like her being super vain and self-centered and stuff, are far more apparent in Love than in Beck.
1: That's tr- like, I mean, true. And Beck
0: had her problems, but like for some reason the. And this is kind of this main thing that I'm seeing with this first episode that I was, like, not super into is, like, this love connection is so much faster than True. the buildup of season one, which is fine. But, like, it felt like it happened overnight and, like, they met each other and their are coworkers and then they're like, oh, are you flirting with me? I can't flirt with anyone. I'm a solo. Bye. And then he's like, wait a minute fall in love it's like wait what happened yeah that's fair like and there's none of the criticism that he has with Beck and the ownership and like all of this stuff that like is possessive and all those things um with Beck or with love and it's just like a weird framing of this like divine perfection and you're seeing a like bad person be a (laughs) make bad decisions and like be not like great like in the same ways that Beck were it's like what is happening what
1: okay fair I agree and so she is somehow love feels more manic pixie dream girl than Beck did which I didn't think was possible right yeah however Mm -hmm. I feel like I have a soft spot for love for two reasons one because I like Victoria Padretti from The Haunting of Hill House. Oh, sure. And I feel like that is giving me a little bit of a soft spot for the character because I like the actress. Uh-huh. And two, she does a lot of shit that I do, and I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Like, I would also turn to a person in a grocery store and be like, hi, sorry, does this peach look like a butt? Like, I would do okay. that. That was charming, though. <laughs> that, that for sure. A great introduction, very
0: good. Everything after that, I'm like, this is not as fun. We're not having as much fun as we were back then with the people.
1: <laughs> and like, <laughs> I would also yell at someone for in a DMV. I don't know that I would be that obnoxious of a white woman, but the fact Ew. that that DMV person was like, I'm not going to talk to this person because they speak Arabic, I was like, what the fuck, though? She is just so obnoxious, white lady, though. This whole episode, she is so.
0: And, like, I guess the whole thing, too, is like, Joe hates LA because LA is full of vain people that, you know, are like the vain of humanity that love social media. And it's, they're awful and they don't read books and they're (laughs) they're not, whatever. Um, And that's like a big thread that he's like trying to, like, love a city that he doesn't want to be in or whatever. But like she is the representation of all of that, right? All of those things that he, like, touts day and night that he hates.
1: Yes, I agree. It makes it makes no sense that he <laughs> likes her. Um, yeah. Okay. So to back up a little bit. Um, yeah. How did you feel? Because I, I want to walk through the structure of this because of the fact that, like, the way that it starts and then the way that the episode ends is like, whoa, what the fuck? <laughs> you you can very much tell that this is like a Sarah Gamble episode, I guess. Um, How did yeah. you feel about the recap at the beginning of, like, hearing Joe tell the story of Beck, but, like, through his words?
0: Yeah. Uh, it's, like, exactly what I was expecting the whole thing to be like. Yes, be I agree. And I'm glad it wasn't, um, but I am still annoyed that I had to put up with, like, the two minutes of it that it did take up. (laughs) (laughs) Where it's just, like, here's season one in the same exact way that we told it. um, And through my, you know, ridiculous insular, like, I'm always right and um, I've never done anything wrong. And I did it for love. Beck, obviously. I did it for love and I'm just tortured. I'm a tortured person. I'm a slave for love
1: and whatever and it's like you're bullshit um
0: that wasn't a fan not great
1: yes it was awful um i one of the the weirdest things about this is like so joe like becomes will he gets to la (laughs) um and then they do that whole thing of like what what it seems like every east coast transplant to la does la person does where they're like they look at everyone taking pictures on like fancy walls and they're like they like hiss at them and it's like okay like we got it they're all
0: at their instagram
1: little sidewalks and
0: doing little selfies he's like god you vapid fox
1: (laughs) Uh, he was just so awkward
0: um because we don't have pink walls in new york no (laughs) nobody's ever taken a photo
1: No, we're definitely not, like, a major tourist hub. Absolutely not. Um, I loved, though, that he showed up and Delilah was able to get him an apartment without any fucking paperwork. What is that? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that was magical. Also, I'm obsessed with Delilah. Like... Yeah. Who is she? I love her. I'm very interested in her whole story. Love a lady landlord. Love a yes. lady, young lady landlord. Yeah, and I love that it feel, Oh, it made me feel so uncomfortable when Joe was, like, unpacking his stuff and he had, one, a Target bag because the idea <laughs> of Joe going to Target in LA <laughs> seems impossible to me. Yeah. Um, and then also, which we later find out, like, it makes sense, but, like, him having a telescope... Like having this
0: motherfucker—that's the only—that's his only possession. He has it's no his only other piece bags. of furniture.
1: He has,
0: he has nothing. He came into a furnished apartment with a Target bag and a goddamn telescope, <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> it.
1: And you can't go anywhere and buy a telescope. Like, where did he get that?
0: <laughs> yeah, I have
1: no clue. Did he go to the and Griffith he, Observatory and be like, "Hi, can I buy yeah. your telescope?"
0: it's like a big telescope it's a huge
1: telescope
0: what the fuck like yeah i want to be on the second floor so i can fucking peep on some dudes like he just has this massive fucking telescope for no reason it's so it's
1: ludicrous oh my god it was so terrifying. Um, How did you get this? What happened? <laughs> what happened? I don't understand. Um,
0: How do you already have murder connections in this new city? I don't, I don't understand.
1: I don't get it. How did you get this on a plane, Joseph? How did you get here? Did you get here on a train with a fully assembled telescope? What happened?
0: If you bring a telescope on through TSA, you are automatically put on a no-fly list.
1: That, for sure, is- That has to be true. Like, I don't- You can't put, get on another plane ever again. There's no sir, way. Sir, a telescope is not a carry-on. That does not- Sir? <laughs> sir, you cannot put that in the upper cabin. Sir? Sir, if you try to
0: put that through the scanner, it will explode. You can't-
1: <laughs> Sir, you cannot put it next to the pilot. Sir? Sir? No. That's not how this yeah. works. Um how did you feel about the Candace flashback?
0: Yeah, I thought it was interesting. I'm still not sure what Candace's deal is.
1: Agreed. Um
0: I'm I'm interested. I just I think obviously it's very unclear what her endgame is. Um, besides making Joe's life a living nightmare, which like which I love for sure. Yeah, like, I'm, you're doing great, sweetie. <laughs> you're doing so good. But, I, like,
1: uh...
0: Her character is so strange to me. Like, because she seems a lot like Joe. And yes. a lot more like Joe than she did in the first season. I agree. Um, and it's a weird, like, they're talking to each other, and it feels like a weird cat and mouse thing, but it's like you never really know who has the power and, like, what's going on. Um,. And, like, uh, Joe, for sure, is, like, weirdly freaked out, like, more than he is, because usually he's kind of like, I got this. I can do a murder. I'm good. Don't worry about it. (laughs) Right. I'm in control. Um, But, like,
1: so quickly just kind of was like, oh, no, what do I do? I gotta go. I did love when she just ordered fries and a milkshake and he just looked visibly like he was going to puke. Yeah. And when he asked, like, what do you want from me? And her response was to kill you with my bare hands. <laughs> he was like, Oh god, what? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um But yeah. I because that was a big mood. However, oh,
0: sure. Yeah, yeah.
1: I did find it odd because she didn't exist in the book. So they are distinctly creating her character right. as this way i don't know to give him anxiety to attempt to give him a conscience i don't know right yeah it seems like a
0: like a good effort to peel back the curtain or like try to humanize him or whatever or like yeah make him question himself and his motives or whatever because a lot of time too in this episode he's like more questioning himself in a diluted way for sure but like He's like, oh, I'm, I'm a different man. I'm not going to do that anymore. I'll do this. Like, I'm better. I'm whatever. Um, but yeah, it feels like there's definitely more of an effort to be like, oh, no. Oh. Maybe yes. he does not want to murder, but he does. He wants to murder.
1: He wants to murder. He wants to murder. He wants it. Um, yeah. We have to talk about my favorite part of this episode, which is like after he gets the job at nirvana spelled backwards the worst
0: establishment i've ever seen
1: <laughs> the Combination biggest coffee storm.
0: shop bookstore grocery store slash vegan utopia or like i hate it i hate I everything know. about it i don't know and i think it's hell
1: <laughs> It it does it sounds like actual hell it is bigger than a costco for some reason it i don't get it <laughs> Like, who has all this space in L.A.? Um, It's run by some 24-year-old like with a trust fund. It's
0: like, I'm so confused. For real.
1: And my favorite part of this episode is when he starts to do the, like, hello you to love. And then he cuts himself off and is like, no, stop. Like, you cannot do that. It was the most, like, self-referential part. And I loved it so much. If, listen,
0: if this show becomes just, like, a comedy, I'm fucking in. Like, I'm I want it. Buckle up. I'm in. Because that shit was the best performance of this whole goddamn thing. I agree. It's like, all right, back on my bullshit. No, shit. <laughs> you, you're, you're a good boy. You're going to be better. You're
1: not The amount of times that he was, like, when every time that love was like were you following me and he was like shit fuck and then (laughs) she would introduce herself and he was like oh my god i want to die it was so good he was dude i the acting like pen was doing such a good job in this episode i loved it yeah
0: yeah
1: oh oh my god he was like just trying to like run away and i was like oh i love this (laughs) it was such a mood um Quickly turning on to my fa- my least favorite, rather, um, part of uh-huh. this episode, is when Joe quickly goes back to his dirty roots and just starts jerking off in a pile of boxes. Oh, that wasn't your favorite part? No, I hated that part. That wasn't part. your
0: favorite part? was
1: <laughs> just a nasty, dirty man. No. Yeah, he's a little red, red
0: nasty boy. Um but yeah, <laughs> that part is so funny cuz like that it's a it's a parallel, right, where he's fantasizing about love coming into the break room or the backstock being like, "Hey, are you running away from me? Um we should just fuck."
1: And she just starts room. like sobbing. Right.
0: <laughs> right. It's like we have 6 minutes and we're gonna fuck. Um meanwhile, it's like a very open space like stock room like there are some scenes where it cuts back and you can see like a an open hallway with like lights and like it leads out to the actual establishment
1: yeah again the the biggest place ever
0: right it's like there are people they could just look in and see um and then it cuts to him just jerking off on a pile of boxes on his first day on the job for real (laughs) oh God. god
1: but and you still, have like, to wearing imagine. his
0: apron like
1: there are security cameras, Joseph. You are in you know LA. This? You know this. Oh god. He's such a mess. Yeah, such what a, a mess trash boy. God. I forgot to mention earlier on in the episode when we were introduced to Ellie, the Paco yeah. of this season. <laughs> god. Ellie,
0: I would give my life, my soul.
1: I love her. She is the best part of this season so far. I will so protect far. her
0: <laughs> with everything.
1: Um, she is so good. And I love her so yeah. much.
0: She just wants to make films on her iPhone.
1: Which she, wants she almost doesn't Joe have. She watch
0: films. <laughs> right. Because
1: well, he almost <laughs> kills her.
0: <laughs> right. So we, that's a great... Not great, but a weird, mm, interesting scene. <laughs> that
1: like, was something.
0: Yeah. So, like, she's, he's really paranoid, right? Because he's like, oh, Candace for sure already knows I'm here, and she's here, and she's going to kill me. Fuck, what do I do? And he's, like, walking around and sees Ellie, who's filming stuff on her phone, and he's like, what the fuck are you doing? Because <laughs> <laughs> she, she is a- away."
1: on the top of the building, just filming right. him walking, which, not a great look, Ellie. Right. A little creepy. She's trying
0: to get that Nat, right. um, some grade B-roll. Um, and he's like, hey, what the fuck? I know you're, like, 12 <laughs> or something, but I'm a fucking you.
1: <laughs> I straight up thought, like, is this gonna be the first murder? Like, is he gonna kill this teenager? <laughs> Who was we just eating red vines, like, a couple we minutes ago? <laughs> what the Yeah, fuck? and he like,
0: he's like, it's fine. You can't, it's fine that you film me. Whatever. Just give me your fucking phone. <laughs> just give me your fucking phone. <laughs> and she's like, no, I'm absolutely not going to do that. And he's like, all right, cool. It just, like, fucking <laughs> hits her. And her phone goes flying off the building. <laughs> oh, my God. And she's, God. like, traumatized. And he's like, so that maybe wasn't a good move on my part. <laughs> Maybe,
1: maybe not. A and then he just like spins, and his cloak goes <laughs> flying, and he disappears. Yeah, he turns into a fucking
0: bird and just like <laughs> flies into the air. Yeah, and it's so bizarre because like it, it's like a switch where he's just like, "Oh, I'll fucking kill this girl," and he's like, "Wait a minute, that's a human person." Maybe we're trying to be better. Maybe we're maybe we're not gonna kill a maybe we're not gonna kill a teenager. Well, because yeah.
1: earlier on when he met Ellie, who's his next door neighbor, because right. that's how this show loves, is they love a teenage companion. Right. <laughs> Ellie is the yeah. snoop of the block because she's Delilah's sister. And she he was like Great! I don't see her next to a parent. She's my child now, and it's like, what the (laughs) fuck? Like, knock it off.
0: (laughs) That's not how this works. I have to be a father to every
1: young person around me, (laughs) even though I am not at all qualified or equipped to do that. (laughs) No, absolutely not. No. Anyways, when he comes back from the DMV, which was like a whole thing, (laughs) he buys her a new phone. Yeah. And Ellie decides to teach this man how (laughs) to take photos (laughs) and to go on Instagram.
0: Yeah.
1: And it's, we like watch him make a Facebook and take photographs (laughs) and it is like a whole thing. And it's great. So he has to go on these social networks
0: because love has private accounts
1: Oh, that's right. And he's Thank like, you.
0: Wait a minute. I can't stalk you like everyone, every other girl in this
1: city, in every other city. Yes, he doesn't know how to. You're when different. Confronted by a, a locked account, he is stuck. Right?
0: <laughs> yeah. He's like, uh, actually, I don't know what's going on over there. I'm confused, and I hate it. <laughs> I'm just gonna turn around. Um, but he's like, so I'll just play the part. I'll just be a normie like you guys. Um, and I'll just be on the gram for a little bit. Yep. And that's how I win.
1: Yes. Uh, How did you feel about the flashback with his mom at the beach? (sighs) Uh, Same. Where he was called Joey.
0: Right. (laughs) Oh, Joey. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. Like, it's clear this he has parental issues, right? Sure. Like, that's that, I didn't need that explained to me, really. No, I like, mean, like, we watched clear. season
1: one with Mr. Right. Mooney. Like, we got it.
0: I, yeah. I, look at this face. Come on. <laughs> You're telling me this is not a man that has had his life ruined by childhood trauma?
1: <laughs> right, exactly. Reversible trauma. <laughs> yeah. I got that's it. That's fair. Um... I did love the fact that he, we watched him, like, make a whole account on Instagram, make a whole fucking Facebook, and then pass out in the park and get fucking sunburnt. That was Like a great. W- huge rookie mistake. Yeah, as if there isn't sun in New York. <laughs> what is happening? Fuck, it's, it's like an
0: alternate universe <laughs> where LA is just, like, the only... Warm city and the only city with sunlight and people and Instagram.
1: It's like what? <laughs> I just don't understand. Like, did he never wear sunscreen in the? New- did he never mm, go outside uh, in New York?
0: No, I don't. <sighs> he was always wearing those pesky hats that like like
1: detective hats that covered his eyes. <laughs> <The> fucking <laughs> Sherlock stupid. hats.
0: Yeah, he was always just fucking stupid. <laughs> oh my
1: god! Yeah, yeah I guess uh, it's ludicrous.
0: But again, like. The best parts of this show are, like, when it's funny.
1: Like, That's true. That's true. Like, him
0: being fucking scalloped (laughs) like a fucking lobster on his chest and his face.
1: Yes. Ridiculous.
0: I'm obsessed with it.
1: And the fact that he had to miss work because he had a sunburn (laughs) is really something to me. Yeah. Yeah. (sighs) Yeah. I... That was something. Um... So, this whole quest for the perfect bite thing Mm -hmm. was, wow. It was unsurprising to me that Joe's perfect bite was roast chicken, carrots, and potatoes. Yeah. That is the most unsurprising thing in this show, I would say. (laughs) Yeah. (sighs) wow um but i i was amazed though that they in all of these things about la they were okay driving around the whole city spending all that much money on food and that right. none of the, those things were mentioned at all about how expensive and time consuming that was going to be <laughs> but that's fine no no,
0: there are other things to criticize, like sure, Instagram and right. veganism. Yeah, and,
1: and live streaming on the <laughs> on the streets. You're right. Um, tell me about your thoughts at the end of this episode when he goes to the storage unit.
0: Uh, Joe,
1: <laughs> when we, this motherfucker has we were a cool. storage unit.
0: I thought we were cool, mm. and you got another person in your basement. He's
1: got a fucking box again.
0: You got to a- <laughs> You can't keep coming into places with boxes like he can't be trusted. <sighs> He's there's spent-
1: just some dude. There's just some dude
0: just just vibing in, <laughs> in his basement.
1: Just a guy named Will. Yeah. Yeah. And only to find Love out. a
0: cool identity theft. Love it. Yeah.
1: For real. I, apparently all those commercials on your parents' TV about identity theft are because Joe, this motherfucker <laughs> with a telescope, has been out here this whole time. Everyone, make sure you know where your social
0: security card is and keep it safe. Joe's coming.
1: I guess. Yeah. You, you better watch you. out. He's... <laughs> Um, but yeah, unsurprisingly, Joseph had was yeah. the one that planned to meet love this whole time. Mm. Shocker! So you're not.
0: It's, we were all led astray, Joe. Yeah, unsurprisingly, we all, you thought we, we were just you hooked us, you got us. No, you're not a change, man, you dickhead. I'm fucking.
1: I'm bitch. so shocked. i definitely after seeing that the end of that i want to keep watching though that's for sure
0: oh sure yeah yeah yeah.
1: and i'm i'm very curious like i know that i'm getting my hopes up but i hope this energy continues into the book and like i know it's not gonna happen no but i hope you know yeah we won't have to home. face
0: that reality for a little bit, so that's fine. We can just <laughs> For at chase least that a game. couple months. Right. Just chase that pipe dream, baby. Whew. Right. Yeah.
1: Um, so next week, we've got episode two, and I'm very excited yeah. to oh, watch yeah. it. Um, but for now, we are going to thank our patrons. Ooh! And this week, we are looking at CheatSheet.com. Oh, no. um, With the most popular books of the decade. Oh. oh, yes. This list isn't good. Oh, no, it's not. Would you like to start? Hmm. Shout out to Janae Jasper. Pew, pew, pew.
0: Who's gonna be... Number nine, the girl with the dragon tattoo. Oh damn! Oh damn!
1: Oh damn! All right, shout out to Kelly Beck. Ow! Who's gonna be number ten? Divergent, uh, by I'm Veronica what? Roth, who had <laughs> six point six million sold this decade. Jesus!
0: Shout out Sophia Salinger. Be-o-be-o-be.
1: Who's gonna be Gone Girl?
0: Damn. 8.1 million copies.
1: Shout out to Aaron Salinger.
0: Oh, 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 oh.
1: Who's gonna be The Help by Katherine Stockett with 8.7 million.
0: Shout out to Taylor Brown Town Lautner. Damn. Who's gonna be... we, We just keep escaping the big ones here so i'll just one yep. <laughs> 50 shades of gray number Damn. one 15.2 million copies oh my god just painful to hear
1: just, it's so many just just ludicrous and shout out to katie weber oh who's gonna be number three 50 shades free Who's yeah. obviously by Yale James with nine point three million. Sick. Oh my God, that's just so many, so many Honestly, copies. Just,
0: just an offensive of amount of copies.
1: Just a disgusting amount of copies.
0: Yeah.
1: All right. Um. So I have what I would say is a drabble for you today, rather than a fan <laughs> okay. fiction. Okay. Um. That was sent in by, of course, Taylor Browntown Lawner. Better than the Marines. Thank you for your service. And this was sent in a couple months ago, but because of our guest episodes, I have not yeah. had to search for fan fiction in a minute. Um, and this is an excerpt from Hidden Bodies, which felt appropriate. And so Taylor said, Here is the only excerpt from Hidden Bodies that matters to me. Oh, God. Okay. And here we go. There are words engraved on her inner thigh, journey lyrics, as if they need to be on her inner thigh after they've been used in The Sopranos and Glee and every bar in America. I know it's lame," she says as she pats my head, ordering me to stand. But you can't live here unless you believe. And <laughs> seen. <laughs> <Sorry, what? laughs> I don't. I honest to God, I have no idea. All I know is that it comes from hidden bodies. <laughs> so it's just a little oh, preview, uh, just a little a moose bush. some no Journey thanks. lyrics to get no us thing. through well uh as we say in Seattle or Los Angeles <laughs> or Los Angeles fuck should we change it to LA I
0: get I mean we totally miss New York but we can do Los Angeles if we want
1: god we could whatever get bit <laughs> and don't stop believing I guess <laughs> oh my god no. <laughs> all right get whipped bye Woo.